I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. We're doing it all the time, whether we're aware of it or not, but seeking out those that we can really deeply connect with. If you think of it, like one of the major things that any old soul is trying to achieve is intimacy with, with others. You know, get to that very, very deep place. And uh, it's a lot easier with somebody you, with whom you have a, a soul connection, even a soul agreement, uh, than it would be just for a random person. I mean, it's a generalization, but of course you can meet people just kind of by chance, who are, are also old souls and may really, you know, be able to go to that place with you. But that search for intimacy is a lot easier when you're amongst kindred spirits. You know, really those of a similar soul age. Now let the magic begin. Hello and jai ma, jai ma yomis. It's Raquel, and I am coming to you alive from Ubud, Bali. And guess who is back on today's show? It is one of our favorite old souls. He's back on for a part three. Mr. Ainsley, Ainsley McLeod, guiding us again to help us understand and bring more awareness to our soul and our soul's purpose, our soul's missions. However, today we dive more deeply into understanding our past life experiences and how we may let go of the traumas and fears that our soul may carry through the soul's memories from the mind the soul had in other lifetimes, the consciousness the soul 
carried that lived some sort of experience and this memory it's not our soul it's just a memory that the soul carries of course we were to strip away those memories our souls just pure love but dear old soul you've lived many many lifetimes and so do not put the pressure on yourself to heal all the past life traumas just take them as they come and sure you can do a past life regression sure you can see someone like Ainsley oh my gosh there's a dragonfly hello sorry but sure you can see Ainsley or other healers and mediums or those that can talk to your spirit guide or a guidance team that can see your past life and reveal it to some human who channels this like Ainsley or you can also do it at home and Ainsley gives you some simple guidance on how to do that too in this episode. Now for those of you who are not aware of Mr. Ainsley McLeod and his relationship with your own magic, well I actually discovered him when I was living in London. His interview on the Oprah show, Super Soul Conversations with Oprah, and it was an episode the entire time. It was like my soul was like, listen to this. This is nourishment for you. You need to know in order to understand why everything is going on right now. And that was during a dark time of mine. Then I got to Scotland at a shamanic retreat, and I decided to buy his book to read there. And I opened it up and I found out he happened to be from Scotland, where I just happened to be. And I was like, whoa, synchronicity. And I got, you know, the chills and the little nudge, like, oh, maybe I should reach out. Even though he's on Oprah, so maybe he won't, but I'll try anyways. He was so keen. And he came on and it was one of the most powerful, transformative, nurturing for where I was at that time moments of my life the second he told me that I'm an old soul and why I was going through what I was going through I'm on one of my last lives level 10 he talks about all the different soul ages and the ways to recognize them through common behaviors and beliefs yes the soul ages are linear for of course our human minds to understand to conceive this information because to be honest it might be a little hard for us to comprehend if they were to express it on the deep universal expansive level as it's also infinite and it would be longer than an hour to podcast it'd probably take a lifetime i bet for someone to explain so instead you know his guides make it easy and divide the ages one through ten one through five being young and then six or ten being older ages older souls and also the different soul types, the different soul missions, which according to Ainsley is very central to our soul's experience as that helps us unlock and understand our soul's purpose, our soul's mission, so we can truly be focused on our path, on our trajectory. You know, there are different soul types. There's the caregiver, the creator, educator, helper, hunter, leader, performer, spiritualist, thinker my main one is spiritualist i'm also a performer soul definitely spiritualist and performer makes sense why i have a spiritual podcast no wonder um and this is something his guides told him you can also figure that for yourself figure it out for yourself he has a quiz online for you but also many people when i posted the episode felt like they resonated with the 10 the 9 the 8 some even said that they think that they're a young soul 
but and I know this podcast attracts a lot of older souls however I wouldn't be surprised if it did attract a young soul it would be a young rarity rare soul and then people could feel what their soul type is it's almost like you just kind of know they don't even really you don't really need to be told but it's nice to explore and discover if you're interested in exploring and hearing about souls well i highly recommend those past two episodes this one we definitely focus predominantly on past life and healing from that to be honest we really just flowed i didn't have an intention for it to be about past life i don't think he did either it just flowed that way and you can even do past life regressions with him and his community with Ainsley's soul world community, which is a collective of old souls who are there to help heal past life experiences, but also just communicate like we do in the soul tribe, but focus predominantly on the topic of old souls and healing. And he even has a free week for the Euro Magic listeners. The coupon code is very unique, so look in the show notes. I will say it here. It is cap sensitive, I must emphasize, but for your free week with Soul World Community Membership Program, the coupon code for the Euromagic listeners is free week RM. And it's a capital F, free, capital W, week, capital R, capital M. The RM, I believe, is for Raquel Mantra. So one word, no spaces, free week RM. Try for seven days. And then of course you can cancel your membership before seven days as well if it doesn't feel like it resonates. And Ainsley even goes on there to help guide his members through past life regressions as well. So check it out. If you do, let me know. Yeah, that is for you. Also, shout out to the Yomi review of the week. This is from your moon girl, Raquel. I just recently have left from my dark time as I have struggled to get out of this the past 19 months. All the effort I could give was to manifest someone, some support to look up to, to share the spiritual side of myself that I no longer can contain. This person I know that is ready to be set free to go and follow and receive the life I want to live. I found this podcast about a month ago and every episode moves me to tears and laughter. You speak so deep to my soul. Listening to this podcast has lifted my spirit and has got me to take more chances, open up and not be ashamed of who I am and what I am capable of. For that, I am eternally grateful for you, your guest of Euromagic and of course, our Yomi tribe, I truly appreciate all of you and what you stand for. Thank you so much. You truly are a goddess. Love, XO, XO. Well, you truly are a goddess. I can feel it through your words because you have chosen you as in your soul. May I just honor you for honoring your soul, your old soul for recognizing the dark time and knowing that all you need to do was tune in and sure of course go out there and listen and understand and connect with others which i'm so thankful and so honored you chose your own magic to help you out and bring light to this dark time but really that you did this for you 
That is what a goddess does. She fuels her soul, nourishes her soul, and honors the rhythms of the dark and the light times and continues to explore and expand who she is to be greater and live her highest potential, listening to her, doing what you can to bring more light for her. And thank you so much for sending this review. Your reviews truly mean the world and they help your own magic continue to expand. So I so appreciate them. I also appreciate when you guys share the episodes on your Insta stories. And for a New Year's giveaway for this episode in particular, I would love to gift two people who share this episode on their Instagram story, tagging me at Raquel Mantra, tagging Ainsley at Ainsley underscore McLeod. Share it on your Insta story and I will enter you for a random selection of the giveaway and you can choose one of Ainsley's books and I will make sure to send that to you for a new year's treat (laughs) so thank you so much in advance for sharing this episode on your story thank you so much in advance for if you haven't left a review yet for the reviews as you know of course this content's free and so I deeply 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 appreciate every review sent this way so with all that being said I believe it is time to let the magic begin with Ainsley McLeod. Well, you know, it's actually, it really surprises me how often I find this with clients that uh, we actually have a connection, you know, from, from a past life, you know, that, I mean, a really big part of what old souls are doing uh, all the time is really trying to reconnect with soul family. And if you're paying attention to that, I, I've always thought that I think if people really realized that that was so much a part of their mission, if you like, in this life, I think we'd, I don't know, I think we'd respect our relationships more. And we might actually not spend time with those who are not really serving us. I think we'd show more discernment if we really understood what to look for and that we're seeking, seeking those we've known before. That feels so true because there are definitely times when our minds might be like, oh, this person would benefit me in my life right now because yada, yada. But does that person really feel right for you? Yeah. Um, whereas you feel like someone sees you, they, they see you as in just pure love for who you are versus what you are. Well, you know, I think we, we all want to be seen, you know, and we want to, we want to see and be seen. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and it's amazing how, how often we end up in, you know, friendships and relationships with people who we really have, they don't really have sufficient um, connection with us. Yeah. You know, I think there's a sort of settling that goes on. I guess that's what I'm really getting at. I think we would hold out for really uh, better relationships very often if you knew that there's, there's definitely a soulmate or, you know, somebody's soul family out there instead of stopping. But at the same time, because I do feel like we're all connected, we're all one, that we all 
come from, well, the same creator, we're all part of this universal experience together, but you did say the word sufficient. So perhaps our soul, because your guides, they do tell you just this stuff. And they're like, they don't want to step outside of this area of expertise. Like my purview is what we call it. Yes. Oh, your purview. I like that. You're very aware of the soul families that are connected and they have a sufficient connection together. Yeah, and it doesn't mean for one second that you can't have a great relationship with somebody who's not uh, soul family. But the agreements we have tend to be, as as older souls anyway, they tend to be with uh, what are called old friends. And an old friend is a member of your Mm -hmm. soul family that you've known before. So I was just telling Ainsley before uh, I pressed record, I'm telling the audience right now that I felt really excited to talk to you as in I got that same feeling I get before I see my family over the holidays and it is pretty much the holidays right now and so talking to Ainsley I'm like this feels so right right absolutely well deep soul connection that's why I know I know what do you know about your past life and my past life together like our connection if you know anything I don't actually, you know, next time I'll make sure I'll get a, I'll get a complete uh, skinny on that. I, all I know is I, I really apologize. I should have, I should have checked this one out um, for today. Uh, it would take me a little bit of time. So it's just why I wouldn't do it on the fly right now. You know, I'd have to sort of really uh, you know, yeah. settle in with the spirit guides and, and figure it out. What I do know, however, is, um, I think we might've touched on this before that um, there are certainly shared uh, shared experiences. And so what we would both have experienced, whether it's the same life or at different times is abandonment and rejection in, <laughs> in past lives. And it's a big part of why we are so motivated to bring people together. You know, you, you through just what you're doing uh-huh. right now and me through my books and, and so on. A really big part of what we're both doing is trying to, be there for others who, who might feel like we did in a previous lifetime, not having anyone around who really cared or got us. And, uh, you know, being able to give, you know, voice to, to these people or to make people feel like they, they belong, you know, community. You know, one thing I'll say, you know, because old, old souls are really looking to connect um, with, with similar old souls. And if you can, if you can find a community where you can use terms like spirit guides um, without people thinking you're crazy, you know, I think that's what, what you want. You know, so often, I mean, like with the holidays being upon us, you know, you hear people complaining about Thanksgiving and arguments with the family and, you know, the, the, the different political views and so on. And again, with, you know, Christmas or whatever. Um, but it can be really nice to not have any of that, to feel in a very safe place where you can be yourself. You know, a lot of times what old souls do is they, you know, instead of sticking to their guns and holding, you know, holding true to their beliefs, they, they for the sake of peace and quiet often, they'll just suck it up, you know, and just, you know, yep. <laughs> put up with the, you know, put up with the nonsense from the younger souls in the room. And I, I think sometimes it's really great to just have that feeling of like, 
being able to relax and talk about it freely that is so liberating yes. and when I get it I am so thankful to have people in my life that I get to just openly talk about this stuff with but also I'm not sure if they're young or old souls but just maybe because of what I do for a living or whatever because I'm very open about my feelings on spirit guides and stuff I'll mention it in front of people that you know, do not resonate with that. And I know that they don't, but they're so like, okay, this is Raquel and this is her beliefs and they don't um, judge it. Probably because yeah. I've just owned the fact that this is part of my belief system and just who I feel I am. Well, good good for you. I mean, that's great. It's what we should all be doing because otherwise, how are others going to learn? Yeah, well, and also how are others going to learn or wherever they're at, their human experience doesn't feel like experiencing that right now for whatever reason, they still at the same time just honor it and embrace it. And if they don't, to be honest, they, it's not that I kick them out of my life, but somehow they weed themselves out of my life. I've noticed that. I've noticed that people that just embrace wherever I'm at on my spiritual journey and vice versa, because I have friends that they could be young souls as well. I, I indeed honor whatever people are going through on their spiritual path. Sure. Yeah. And that's, a, I think that's such an important thing because it is easy for older souls to look down their noses at younger souls. Yeah. But there was something actually put in my, uh, in my new book about how, you know, you wouldn't berate a seven year old because they didn't know how to drive a car. <laughs> you know, and it's just a lack of a lack of experience. But at the same time, you know, sometimes you know you want. It's like wanting to be around friends. You know, you want to be those who who get you, and it may not happen so easily with younger souls. But it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with those souls. Oh, it's just yeah. like, you know, they they don't have the experience. It's it's a lot harder for younger souls to get older souls than the other way around because they they just literally haven't the experience yet. Whereas the older soul knows what it's like to maybe not have wow, interesting. You know, full picture. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I do feel like we need to nourish ourselves with those that are also older as well or just understand that stuff because it does help for sure. I couldn't picture mm. not having that. And so a lot of people do ask me though, they're like, they feel as though they're surrounded by people like they're they're in a young soul family or they're in a young soul community and so they're thankful for the your own magic community for being able to surround themselves with old souls and like-minded souls and also i'm sure you as well with your um old soul world that you've created and so it's a safe haven you know it's a sanctuary uh often yeah you know for for older souls again it's about you know it's so much about comfort and being able to be open you know you really yeah, you know, we're we're doing it all the time, whether we're aware of it or not. But seeking out those that we can really deeply connect with. If you think of it, like one of the major things that any old soul is trying to achieve is intimacy with with others. You know, get to that very very deep place. Ooh. And uh, it's a lot easier with somebody you, with whom you have a a soul connection, even a soul agreement, uh, than it would be just for a random person. I mean, it's a generalization, but of course you can meet people just kind of by chance who are, are also old souls and may really, you know, be able to go to that place with you. But that search for intimacy is a lot easier when you're amongst kindred spirits, you know, really those of a similar soul age. That's so true. Um, but when you do happen to have something from your past life, which you and I both have, which is abandonment and Mm. abandonment issues um it's a little hard to for my personal experience right now where i'm at where i even just let someone in and then 
the abandonment happened because that's part of my challenge and human experience or whatever. But yeah, it's so hard to allow yourself to get deeply intimate with another human romantically. I can, it's easy for me to open up and get intimate one-on-one with friends that I feel like I can trust, but it is also selective for that. But as far as like intimacy on a lover scale, that is a challenge for sure. It's a challenge for, it's a challenge for so many old souls. Um, being able to safely open up the heart chakra to, to another soul. And it, it, takes, it takes a lot of, uh, a lot of trust and certainly getting over a lot of past life issues. I mean, that's a big part of what I do in my work is help people to overcome the, the, the blocks you know, which in the case of something like rejection, abandonment, uh, is the kind of thing that can really, um, it can make your soul a little bit skittish. Uh, you know, the soul will remember the hurts from previous lifetimes and certainly go to that place where, you know, it, it worries it's going to go through the same terrible emotions, the same uh, situations even that it went through before. It's It's irrational in a way because... The, one of the problems that the soul has, well, if you think of it, you know, you, you could be on life 120, but your soul's on life number one. You, you, the body and the mind die between lives, but the soul continues. So the, 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 it's one of its biggest blind spots is not being able to do, discern what's in a past life and what's present. And so when you hit reminders, triggers, uh, the cult of, uh, where somebody, for example, well, I, I, I'll give you an example. Actually, it just came up uh, came up last night, and my wife, uh, you know, we, we've we've done quite a bit of work on our past lives. You know, we we always say she's like she's like the cobbler's daughter walking around barefoot, you know, because everybody else gets these sessions, but occasionally we get to do ones for her. And she, so you know, she's, I know that she's got some quite big past life issues around loss. Um, losing children in past lives, losing spouses uh, through war, that, that kind of thing. And we've done a lot of work, uh, you know, it's just, certainly things are an awful lot better because a lot of the healing is just from re-experiencing, finding out what happened in the past life and then reminding the soul that that's, that's a different life, you know, let, let it go. And the, the soul can just drop fears and blocks and all sorts of things very, very quickly. But uh, last night I went out with some friends and we just got to talking. And I, I, I do this regularly. I've been meeting the same people for about 16 years. So just a bunch of buddies. And, uh, but, you know, and usually it's a, you know, we're usually all back home by about nine o'clock, you know. And last night I didn't realize. We just got, got chatting and uh, they sort of shut up the restaurant around us. And uh, it was the pouring rain and you know dark <laughs> stormy night and and uh, when I got home just right, just after eleven, uh, my wife standing at the door and in tears and worried that something had happened, oh. and that's entirely a past life oh. issue. She's going to the darkest place because of what happened in the past life, and uh, it's also a sign we need to do a little bit more work around around healing that loss. But uh, she was so worried that something would happen. And it's, it's not because anything's happened to me before in this life. It's because of some things that have happened in a past life where she, she's been you know, in a marriage where the, 
where the partner just never came home or something terrible happened to them. And so the soul takes you off into a very, very dark place uh, very quickly. You know you've got a fear of loss, by the way, if you do have that sort of um, concern about maybe if somebody's 10 minutes late, you start to really worry something's happened to them. 15 minutes late, you know, you're thinking about calling the hospitals. Oh my gosh, my mom... <laughs> she'll text me I'm about to call the cops if you don't answer and I'm across the world and I'm like I'm asleep <laughs> you know oh my god that's that is a huge fear of loss absolutely yeah. a lot of times people don't know they have a fear of loss until they actually have something to lose like a child mm. it's very typical and then they, they become very um you know, kind of helicopter parents I think this might be the term or um just worried it's it's usually things like uh being being late or not hearing from from somebody and then because of the past life experience the soul like i say takes takes you to the very darkest place wow. something awful must have happened if you don't have that fear of loss you might just think oh they're probably just uh, still in the restaurant with their friends <laughs> you know <laughs> having a great time <laughs> oh and those people are so lucky that have that i feel like i have a hint of the loss thing because my mind has mm -hmm. indeed gone there um but i don't react super hastily or fast I, I give it time and I calm my mind I calm myself like oh just give it a little bit before you act I remember when I had a fiance it was like when I just deeply loved somebody it will happen with my parents or when I had a fiance and I didn't think of anything like he's doing anything bad I would just think of the worst thing which is lost yeah. but that's at the same time in this life I've lost quite a few friends. Quite a few friends yeah. have passed away in my life from an accident. Well, that's actually, again, that's a, to do with the fear of loss because each of those experiences mm. in this life is a trigger. And what, what I always say about the fear of loss is that you can't, um, you, you can't fool the soul, particularly on this one. It's why, um, it, it, mm. it's why affirmations sometimes don't work because... The soul is, you know, the soul's not stupid. It has some blind spots, but it's not, it's not done. <laughs> and so if you say, say like, everything's going to be fine. It's all going to work out great. The soul goes, well, you don't know that. You know, look, look at what happened two lifetimes ago and 10 lifetimes before that. And look what happened earlier in this life. And look at these people that, that we've lost in this life. And what these experiences in the past life have taught the soul is that bad things can and do happen. Loss happens. You can't trust everything to just work out. So the way that you have to deal with it is not to sort of well, like yeah. try and con the soul with, with some affirmation that's not ever going to believe, but to actually go to the source, go back to the past life, <laughs> not the stuff in this life, but go back to the past life and clear out whatever happened there. And it, it is simply just reminding the soul that was then, this is now. Sometimes all you need is a couple of lines uh, I can get healing with a client just saying something like, you had a past life in Germany in the 17th century. You lost both your kids to scarlet fever. And now that's why you worry about losing your daughter. It can be as simple as that. And the next time I talk to the person, the fear is completely gone. Wow. See, that's phenomenal. Yet at the same time, not you only have so many hours in the day, so not everyone has access to you all right. the time. So let's just say they are home alone. In fact, one girl because you actually got a lot of questions and one of them was from helene joanne and she asked what kind of healing techniques can one do to heal past life trauma other than just remembering so let's say that they're home alone and 
they might not have the tools to just sit there and try to remember what happened in Germany 10 yeah. lifetimes ago, you know? Like, what are something that they can do at home or on their own? Well, yeah, this is a great question. Um, because, because I love this, you know, obviously I feel, you know, I do it every day. I'm working with people in past life. So I think the fast track is always to find out whatever happened in the past life. You know, in groups, I do it in regressions. Uh, with regression and with uh, with individuals, I just tell them what happens. It's just a, it's the quickest way to uh, to do it. And uh, but there are other things. Now, I kind of touched on it with with how you and I are both trying to bring people together because what we're doing is a spiritual act. We're trying to heal ourselves and help those who suffer in some way, like we we did in a past life. So maybe where we felt we didn't have community or support that now we're trying to offer that um, to other people. It's a spiritual act, and a spiritual act is always something where you heal yourself by helping those who suffer as you once did. And sometimes it can be very literal, and sometimes it can be you know, conceptually similar. Um, so if somebody's working through you know, issues of loss, then the thing would be to, to uh, think about, well, how can I, um, how can I help maybe people who, who may have lost others how can i help them to feel you know how, how can we mitigate the effects of the loss so it could be like doing some community work or something where you help um those who've been bereaved i mean it just it could, there's all sorts of ways that we can we can help each other spiritual acts are fascinating things because um i've seen so many different variations over the years for example uh, one one thing that uh comes up a lot is where uh, very few old souls choose a, choose a life of illiteracy, but it does happen because you might come into a life with plans and you're going to do all sorts of things, but for some reason, maybe you get you suffer from dyslexia or maybe uh, you never get the education you thought you were going to get and you don't learn to read. And I've seen so many people who've had literacy in past lives where they've really felt it took them off their life plan. They couldn't, uh, didn't have the same sort of autonomy, couldn't read contracts, couldn't, you know, couldn't read a newspaper, uh, limited their understanding of life and so on. And these people are often really interested in, in literacy. And I've seen uh, people set up libraries in, in Africa and all sorts of things. In fact, I had a, a whole project going for a few years to all connected with that, which was helping to uh, send books uh, to Malawi. And, you know, it's healing for, I mean, I, ha I have the illiteracy in my past lives as well. So it was great for me. It felt like a, I was doing something that was really meaningful and people were really benefiting from that. Everybody benefits when you're, when you're carrying out a spiritual act. That's so interesting. Yeah, that's true. So to perform or um, perform is a weird word to use, but just to do some sort mm -hmm. of spiritual act. But let's say that they're home alone and it just the trauma the remembrance the feeling the fear in the soul arises somehow when it does arise they just like write it down and remember and then do something that they feel called to do that's a spiritual act of selflessness in some way is that what you're pretty much saying yes yes it could be like some sort of act of service yeah and uh, there is a there's something else um, i have some clients in texas they're older ladies who uh, one told me about how they, uh, if, if one's experienced any kind of fear, 
they, they have a group call and the others remind them that it's just a past life issue and let it go. And sometimes you can just do that for yourself. You know, if you catch yourself worrying about something and just go, oh, you know, that's just a past life issue, <laughs> you know, um, let it go. You know, to, just this thing of saying to the soul, that was then, this is now. But, stop worrying about it. But at the same time, let's just say it really is deep-seated, deep-rooted. You might tell yourself this is just a past life issue, but mm -hmm. how do you fully know without, you know, someone like you or someone else that can connect with spirit guides or do past life regressions? How can one who might not go seek that know that this is from a past life? Uh, uh, well, usually if you're feeling um, something that's, Maybe it's a little extreme, the reaction, or, or maybe it seems to be, yes, yeah, out of proportion really to whatever's going on. Okay, and also like a pattern maybe. A, a pattern, absolutely. When you see patterns in your life, they're, I think they're probably all past life related. I can't think of any that wouldn't be. So noticing that, mm -hmm. and then you know, what you can do, it is actually, it's much easier to do your own past life regression than most people would think it is you know it's a, just a question of going into a uh, just a little meditation would be enough and just saying talk to your spirit guides to say you know please give me a sense of what this past life was uh, that happened and uh, often you might just get a feeling the other thing you can do is just sit there and think to yourself well what must have happened what kind of thing happened to cause this unwarranted reaction in this life and and very often that's an opportunity for the spirit world to just pop some ideas into your head sort of kind of say this is the sort of thing that happened <gasps> that's interesting so just to really be present and listen and just whatever trust whatever messaging comes through because a lot of times we'll doubt those thoughts and we'll think it's our mind or our oh, ego yeah. telling us but if we could just trust well that's another thing all, all the time all over the place people are are suffering from past life issues and nobody around them recognizes that that's what it is so you know we have these extreme fears these extreme reactions uh these patterns we're talking about um and you know very very rarely does anybody ever say well oh it's a you know it's a past life thing you know don't worry about it you know i've i've, I've said it before and I, I used to say it sort of half jokingly now i say it seriously that i think a hundred years from now we'll go to a doctor's office and there'll be somebody there like me helping you to work through your past life issues. Mm. Uh, because I think it will become much more understood that so many um, uh, mental issues, fears, uh, phobias, all phobias are past life uh, fears. Yeah. And, you know, they are past life related. Um, uh, so many physical ailments. All right. I mean it when I say that Fabletics actually looks absolutely phenomenal on every body shape. There's something that they do that highlights the most beautiful parts of every shell. I am in love with their high-tech sculpt knit advanced leggings. Ugh, and by the way, you can get two of those for just $24 when you go to fabletics.com forward slash magic. In fact, you can get two pair of any leggings for just $24 when you use R-U-R-L. I mean, I'm sure you're very familiar with Fabletics. They're kind of like everywhere these days. And you might as well just try them out. Honestly, what a steal. $2 for 24 
You have hundreds of styles to choose from. When you go to their site, go to the bottoms, click on leggings and seven eighths, and then look at all of the high-waisted or even the mid-rise power hold leggings. I know. Some of my favorites though are the cashels. I like the uniqueness of the bottom legging part. And look at their high-waisted sculpt knit dot leggings. I believe I wore them the other day when I did a little yoga flow on my Insta story. And I'm telling you, they're cute. They shape you quite well. I feel phenomenal in them, not gonna lie. And yeah, Fabletics. Good job, Kate Hudson, for creating such an amazing brand. They have some fun fall colors for us right now, which I very much appreciate. Plus, their sports bras are so comfortable. I am pretty well endowed in that area, and I need something of high impact for pretty much anything I do. <laughs> keep them in there yeah so they have high impact medium impact and low impact bras for you and one thing I like about their site is I like to go click on the outfits and then you just get even better deals when you buy certain outfits together so if you are interested in two pairs of yoga pants for just $24 go to fabletics.com forward slash magic as they offer affordable, high quality, very stylish clothes for both men and women. And yeah, you can shop for pants and leggings and joggers and tops and tees for pretty much any fitness you wanna do and at any fitness level. And they are always providing new outfits every single month. And what I love honestly is their Fabletics VIP program because I actually even with the VIP program walked into the store and because I had $50 credit on my VIP program, I walked out with a really, really cute jacket for just like 30 bucks when it was like 80 bucks. So yeah, thanks Fabletics for being super innovative. Uh, what happened was I was talking to this, this woman a few years ago and uh, uh, just in a session and I told her that what I was picking up was that she'd had this experience as a child. She, she'd been raised as a child at the end of the 1800s in the south of France, um, quite a well-to-do family. Her mother, who was a social climber, took her to the opera. And this little girl, I don't know, seven or eight, she wanted to go to the bathroom. The mother wouldn't let her because she was trying to introduce her to people. And, you know, it's all about appearances. And uh, halfway through the opera, the little girl peed on the the, the velvet chair and <laughs> the, the the mother was furious took her home beat her it was like you know really awful and as a result this child became a bed wetter and was trying all sorts of things um like not not drinking and uh, everything to try and stop um what was happening and because I'm so used to seeing how past life experiences uh, connect the, the very first question I asked her was I said, difficulty urinating and you know I was expecting something like oh well you know sometimes I, I, I might do she said that just sometime before she had been on a 14-hour flight uh, and couldn't pee at all she kept trying um, it was getting you know very incredibly stressful and when they they got to New Delhi and she actually had to be carted off the plane they had to take her off and catheterize her and and, you know, and I said to her at the time, and nobody from the, you know, the flight crew, the emergency team or the passengers 
would have ever thought that this was a past life issue. And, and these things are going on all the time, different things that are, have no source in this life. And if you can go back to the past, you know, you can, it's amazing what you can do. So, um, I, and I actually lived in Tokyo for several years after this and, and then she called up for another session and asked how, you know, how, how is it going with, uh, with that urination? She said, well, you know, it's just, I think it was just a couple of weeks or something and it, it healed up, you know, a lifetime issue. And she was going, going into details about all the things she tried to do, like the little girl she'd been back in a past life, trying not to drink and, um, and then, I mean, terrible stuff like, you know, she'd been to a doctor who had tried to um, increase the size of her urethra. I mean, it was just like she, this is one thing that comes up an awful lot in my work. And I, and, and in my book, uh, the new book, I've actually put a couple of stories in there like this, showing all the different things that people have done. One is a, a mother with a child um, who spent 20 years trying to deal with um, this special needs child with um, extreme um, issues going on, um, healed up within two weeks of finding out what the past life issue was. And, and that was, you know, and that was through her. She was then able to just tell her child what had happened in the past life. And the, the main thing is that, you know, you don't, you don't have to be um, conscious or aware as long as the soul is. So you're really talking to the soul and reminding, again, you know, I keep saying, reminding the soul that was then, this is now. And just mm -hmm. simply by saying, you know, here's what happened to you hundred years ago. Wow. Yep. wow. Wow. That's so powerful. And I'm glad that those people got to experience hearing this. So they were able to heal it yet. Let's say you are on your own. So this is actually a question from strawberry vitality. And she asks, how do we connect to our past lives and know what's real versus imagination? Mm -hmm. So when we're on our own and we don't have that confirmation from spirit guide, I mean, our spirit guides are delivering it to us, but a lot of humans tend to <laughs> doubt that that was delivered from their spirit guide. Um, until you get to a point, I think, I think you do it enough for you just trust and you have faith and you just know. But I remember like questioning, like always questioning, like, was that, you know, my mind telling me, sure. so I think of this as a profound question what because a lot of people are there what's real versus imagination well i come across this uh, it's always the question that comes up a lot uh, in yeah. my in my membership program we actually uh we do a regression every month and i joke every time that when people call in to discuss what they'll do is afterwards we'll we'll do the regression and then people call in and uh, i'll help them to understand how to connect up the past and present because so, so, there's all you know uh, to me very obvious ways that the past relates to the present but I always say points will be deducted. There are no points, of course, but points will be de <coughs> deducted if you call up and begin the conversation with, it's probably just my imagination. But <laughs> you know, it's so, I mean, I, I've been through it myself, uh, you know, very, way back, you know, when I first started doing this stuff and wondering, um, how is it, you know, for example, uh, you know, I, I'd go, typical thing is to say, well, it's just my imagination. <laughs> the other thing is that you might say, well, you know, I felt myself going down with a ship, but I watched Titanic again the other night. And so it's probably that. But in fact, what I discovered was, was that these, um, are like a reference, like a movie, can be something that you get to help you to really understand what happened. It's a way the spirit guides give you a sort of quick and easy way to, to understand. So, of course, we, what we think is, oh, it's just my imagination and it's just based on something I watched on TV. 
but um, it's actually usually deeper than that. My feeling is that if you're in that space and allowing your spirit guides to work with you, you will get what you need and, uh, and to not you know, worry about it. Uh, but I, I know it's a, it's a tough thing. And sometimes switching off that left side of the brain is, is really, really hard. You know, that's the bit that gets all the, the training and attention. So that's why when I do a regression, for example, and with a membership program or in a, a live event, we always do a short uh, meditation first because it alters the brain waves. I don't know what the science is, but it's the, all I know is that it works. Um, so, you know, that, that would be also my, my advice is just at least do some meditation. Yes. See what you get. And, and the other thing is, does it make sense? You know, if you if you got a sense that you went down with a ship and you have a fear of deep dark water, that would tell you something. You know, it would kind of make sense of something that you you kind of know. I know it puts the puzzle pieces together, and there yeah. is something for me personally. It's really only in those meditative states when I'm in like a trance state, and I'm almost having. You don't think of it this way, but it does feel like an out of body experience in a sense because you are so deeply there with your soul versus your mind taken over in beta mode or whatever and so i think that it's very profound to like go allow yourself the time give yourself the space and the time to actually get in a deeper trance state and yeah i would like to say that um, i think a lot of people um are a little afraid sometimes of that you know that um, or you know can i can i really do it you know, most, most of us will have the ability. The mind. Yeah, exactly. Most of us have the ability, you know, just give it a, a try. All of us. Yeah. I mean, even when I first spoke to the spirit world, I'd, I'd been, you know, I kept hearing for years, you know, psychics telling me that I was psychic and should be doing yeah. it and so resistant. And, and then finally, when I tried it, I just, I did maybe 20 minutes meditation and then you know kind of sheepishly went all right uh, spirit guides are you there and sure enough you know uh-huh. they, they kind of were you know it it uh but and i've even found that well my spirit guides will say it all the time 10 minutes meditation is better than nothing at all you, do, you don't have to you don't have to meditate for for months you don't have to climb a hill and study your navel you know it's like you just just you know relax in a in a chair with your eyes closed for maybe 10 minutes um, and then you, t- you know, talk to your spirit guides. I say to them, it's just, I'd like to find out what's the source of this particular fear or block and see what comes up. And people are often blown away when they discover they can do this for themselves and that, that what they get is so apropos. It's, it's like that feeling of like, oh my God, that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. And because you just feel it in your you know, every fiber of your being and your soul, you just feel like, oh, this is true versus your mind being like, well, maybe it's not. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people have a hard time getting into the meditative because I've been there, recognize that I'm resistant to meditating because my mind's afraid that it's not going to be in control and take over my beingness anymore. That's actually past life issues, past past life fear of loss of control. Yeah, for sure. So just to consciously be aware, like, oh, this is just my mind being in fear of something. Yeah. But what's interesting is because I do sometimes distinguish all fear-based things with the mind, but it turns out that our soul does feel fear too. It's, it, it, you know, it's a weird one, but I, I've, been talk, I've been working with spirit guides 
and doing this work for now about 20 years. And the way it's always been expressed to me is not so much that the soul has the fear, but the soul carries the, the, the memory, memory and therefore is, is essentially carrying the fear. At its, at its um, heart, the, the soul is fearless. And that's the wonderful thing about overcoming past life fears is that when you, when you start to really work through these and, and you know, bite away at them and get rid of them, you end up acting you know, purely from your soul in a place that feels fearless. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly empowering. Yeah, that's true because I do feel as though or picture as though all our souls to its core is just pure love and no fear, but it does hold those memories and those memories also honestly come from a mind, a consciousness and experience. That's right. Well, that's, that's absolutely. Then the conscious mind takes these things and runs with them. Yeah. I mean, and the energy is still there and it's still vibrationally there in you. And you do hold the power though, which is beautiful to consciously and also maybe even subconsciously remove it, (laughs) release it, let it go. Absolutely. Well, it's amazing how quickly you can get rid of a past life issue, you know, sort of you know, a lot of the physical things that we carry, I found people blowing through uh, pains, migraines, um, you know, getting rid of them permanently within just, you know, maybe a few days, a couple of weeks, you know, and uh, it's, it, I mean, it's thrilling to see that happening. This is assuming that there's no other, there's no physiological reason, yeah. you know, but we, we, we have these Achilles body parts, these areas of weakness that are related to, past life experiences and so they're they're often nothing more than ghost memories migraines are a good example of that they can be really nothing more than than just a memory and so you know simply you remind the soul again that's that was and this is now just raise the past life you know it'd be head trauma at the end of a past life and uh, it, it can just disappear very very quickly all right yomis so a quick interruption to talk about a sponsor who has been here since day one. So some of you may be very familiar, but I encourage you to continue to listen to this short little ad as you may or may not know the power of hum nutrition and everything that they provide. I've been receiving lots of messages of how hum has helped them in some way. A lot of people, it seems like myself, love their gut instinct. It's like... uh, It is a powerful probiotic. It actually has 10 strain probiotics, 25 billion organisms, and each bottle has 30 vegan capsules for you. So you get your 30-day supply. And it really has helped my gut fight a lot of different issues, especially somebody that does eat a lot of fiber. I realized that um, that did have an impact on my gut in some way. So it's nice to have the proper digestive enzymes and probiotics in there to allow myself to run a little more smoothly, if you know what I'm saying. And then also for those of us who are turning 30 soon or over 30, you know, age just kind of becomes a thing. It's part of this human experience. Well, I also recommend their turning back time as it's just a natural way to provide ourselves with the age-defying skin cell protection supplements that they provide, such as turmeric and phytopolyphenols for antioxidants and polypodium 
Leukotomos as a UV guard. I still don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going with it. <laughs> so, 20% off for the Soul Tribe. Still an offer for you when you go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC. And there's still just so much more. I highly recommend that you get a free nutrition report from one of their nutritionists to find the perfect supplement for you. They find the highest quality ingredients to help a variety of common health issues such as tummy problems or helping our skin glow, our nails grow for energy, speeding up that metabolism, or maybe those who want a natural sleep formula. I mean, hum, they've got you covered with their gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So there you go. (laughs) Go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off your order. That's humnutrition.com promo code magic side note a lot of times they also have like 25% off when you get three bottles so you can type in the promo code on top of that 25% off and so that's yeah a lot right right (laughs) and just so you know because I was curious for you on your behalf I grabbed three different items just to test this out so daily cleanse killer nails and gut instinct and the subtotal was $60 my savings saved $24 with my discount. And so the total with those three was $36 for three different powerful supplements. Okay, anyways, back to the show. Now, I'm going to preface this question by saying that I 100% agree with you on this. I'm going to play devil's advocate for somebody I can just picture in my mind, like a skeptic's comment on this. Okay. Okay, so let's just say someone's like, well, that would be you also not facing, not holding yourself accountable in this lifetime and just suppressing it and not seeing what you've done in this lifetime so you're just making an excuse for a past life basically does that make sense <clears throat> so if you're saying it's a past life thing it's a way of making an excuse yeah basically because i've heard people say that so what do you say to that in fact one girl did let's see namaste carly asked how to address people who assume past lives are bullshit also love him oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so well what, you know people say to me how, how do you answer uh critics or those who say that uh you know, past lives are, are BS. Well, I, I just don't engage. I mean, I, I really do feel that um, it's not my, my purpose. I'm not here to, you know, to, to kind of convince anybody of anything. And that's what I, I've done very much in the book is uh, present really what my, it's my understanding. But, you know, so I, I, I wanted just to address one thing there is that, uh, that some people do use excuses, you know, like, well, you know, how can you blame me for, um, you know, s- stealing that last piece of pie because, you know, I have a past life of starvation or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty lame, you know. It just, uh, yeah, we have, we have the power to act appropriately. We're not victims of our soul's past or, or these fears. You know, we, we do have the power to, yep. to uh Act, act in a way that's different. It's just, you know, often we just slip into patterns of behavior because of our past life issues. Yeah, like we don't need to make excuses. Go into victim, but yeah, yeah you can go into victimization or something like that because you had a little power in past life. 
and that can be a real tendency. You know, people were uh, when, when they're trying to overcome something where they were completely powerless in a past life, they can actually they slip into two things. Sometimes they can be a little too controlling, and other times they can just become sort of victims of circumstances and feel that they can't really change things. But we all have the power. I mean, all, all the time, you're never a victim of circumstances. I mean, you always have, uh, even the spirit guides have, have addressed this quite a lot. They, they say that um, no matter what the circumstances, we have the power to, to change something. We all have, always have more power than we think we have, is what they say. Mm-hmm. And how empowering is actually, instead of thinking of it as like, oh, this is an excuse, it's actually very, when we have those patterns or those clear fears that just keep coming up or even something that might surprise you a deep, deep, deep fear that might surprise you. But how empowering is it to know that we have the power to actually like look back and see where it stems from, where it roots from and know that all we have to do, we don't have to do anything super crazy. Just remember it, simply tell our soul it's okay. We're okay. Absolutely. How beautiful is that? That that it's so simple when you put it in that way. It's not intimidating. And we and we have the choice over over our actions yeah. as well. You know, we can go into that sort of you know victim place and say, well, you know, I I can't change anything because you know because of my past life as a you know a disempowered person and you know, but God, so we we have the we have the power to completely and radically change our lives. Mm-hmm. It's actually super exciting when you, when you sort of realize just how much you can change things. You know, I see it with clients sometimes when they've been very stuck and I've been there. I very sympathetic. I totally get it. Um, but we can be stuck in relationships at places that are not good for us for a very long time. And then sometimes if you just, if something can just click, you know, it could be just hearing about a past life or, being reminded of the power that you have where the person goes, Oh my God. Yeah. I really can change everything. And you know, they can change their location, you know, ditch the relationship that's not working, um, find another job, um, take a, take a great leap of faith, you know? Um, and you know, the, the one thing that you, you want, ideally, I think all of us want is at the end of this life to feel like it's been a life well lived and that we, we kind of, went for it none of us really want to our souls don't want to be at the end of this life going gosh i wish i hadn't stuck it out in that crummy job or funny mm-hmm. situation for all those years you know what a waste and soul the soul is really concerned about not having a wasted life yes it's always you know if you're looking if you think of being 100 years old looking back in your life it's it's the things you didn't do, Ugh. the opportunities you didn't take that you'll regret. That is actually one of the reasons. And I don't know if it's my soul or human self-rebelling, but I felt like I was getting kind of boxed in the stigmas of the spiritual community for, you know, I, I, I was personally doing this to myself. I didn't recognize it till I stepped out of it. And I realized that I really was boxed in the stigmas of things where I wasn't allowing myself the joy that my soul really wants when it comes to just experiencing certain humanisms because my soul is here to have a human experience and probably for whatever reason wants to experience like certain things if it's on its last life or two or three, you know? And so I'm allowing myself to be so human more than ever since the spiritual journey which has been so liberating that's no that's sort of dogma it's it's yeah just, it's a it's dogma crazy, yeah. you know we're here we're here to experience life on the on the physical plane uh, you know experience what it is to be human you know yes. i mean of, of course you know you want 
you want to avoid things like you know becoming alcoholic like you did in the previous yeah. lifetime or something you know you want to exercise some some control it's like uh you want to exercise your freedom but also with a little bit of or maybe a lot of responsibility there um but yeah we're here to enjoy things I had a conversation with the guides once when they, they talked about um you know, drinking alcohol. And he said, why do you think they call it spirits? <laughs> it's like, they seem uh-huh. to feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's there, you know, enjoy it, but, you know, show exercise moderation. Yes. You gotta be wise about it. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, should I eat meat or not? And then from a spiritual point of view, that comes down. And I know people don't always like hearing this, but it does come down to a matter of choice. I, I was vegetarian for years. I had my reasons for doing it. Um, and other reasons for going back to eating me but um you know for, so i had a lot of conversations with the spirit world and you know they, they would be the first if there's cruelty involved they're sort of really you know cruelty to animals so against it but um they do recognize also that there's a question of choice there and there's no huge negative karma or anything for being from being a carnivore in this life for example mm-hmm. um we are human, you know? Yeah, we are human. Um, and we did, you and I did, because I was curious about that, so I did ask about that the last mm-hmm. conversation. I'm vegetarian, but I honor whatever people's human experience and choices, and that's just where I'm at. I'm not judgy if someone is not vegan or vegetarian or whatever yeah. by any means, because, yeah, I actually, it was interesting. I was with one of my friends who is you know she's been vegan for a long almost two decades now and she was like I don't understand how anyone can call themselves spiritual and not be vegan or care what they put in their body and I was thinking like that we're all human having this experience and all on different paths and journeys and our our souls want to experience different things for whatever reason that's absolutely true and one thing I'd I'd, I'd like to stresses that when it comes to being spiritual what it really means to be spiritual i've had many conversations with the spirit world about this and generally they feel uh one interesting observation was uh, on on this subject was just recently when the spirit guides pointed out that yeah um meditation and certain activities yoga very you know spiritual but they're actually more like a means to an end than the end in itself and that they to, to to be considered really spiritual from from the spirit guides point of view is all to do with how we interact with others it's like the kindness we show to others the difference we try to make in in the world um that's you know it's the, again you know talking about spiritual acts which we were earlier you know we are here and it's incumbent upon all of souls to try to make a difference to, you know, I mean, we, we live in a, a, a very dysfunctional world right now. And spirit guides talk a lot about this, how it doesn't have to be this way. It's never intended that we have a world that looks the way it does. You know, we're run by corporations of all things where, you know, it's so much, there's so much greed and <clears throat> self-interest and so on running the, you know, even shaping the, how, how we perceive the, the world that we're in. It, it doesn't have to be that way. should be much more um, cooperation, everybody working together. But they did give us free will. And so Unfortunately, now we're figuring it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, and that is the thing. You know, we, we, we have free will, but, you know, the free will implies that we can act in very kind ways as well. You know, and, and certainly just because other people are behaving selfishly doesn't mean we have to 
join in, you know. That's when we do listen to our soul because our soul will want to act from love versus always. whatever our ego or mind wants. Absolutely, yeah. always. And it usually wants to act in service versus service to self. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So there are actually two questions that I think are, uh, well, there are a lot of questions, but I think we only have time for potentially two more that I want to get to from the listeners. Okay. This one's, I think is super interesting. She wrote, or her name's Erin Eber, and she writes, have you seen people change souls in one lifetime? Oh. So basically like a soul walk-in. I think that's yeah. super interesting. The walk-in. I've, I've seen it a few times. Ooh. Um, I mean, not, not a lot, but there, there are certain common things. And what will happen is that somebody is in a, a state of crisis. Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to retrieve something. I, had, I came across one just a few weeks ago. But I cannot remember the details. But what, what will happen typically is that the person is sick um, or they have a, like, there's a major trauma. And one soul goes, you know, I don't think I, I have everything I need to be able to handle this. And we'll, we'll swap with uh, another wow. soul. And this other soul comes in and says, yeah, I want, I want I, you know, you know, I'm used to dealing with this. I have a very positive attitude towards sickness or whatever. Um, I mean, typically what you can get, you know, one soul might have a fear of failure from, from disappointing lies and a fear of sickness. And that could make it very hard to recover from uh, an ailment. Mm -hmm. But you could have another soul comes along and says, well, I have no such fears and I just expect to get better and that will really aid recovery. And so there's a, a sort of switch over handover. Um, and usually people will notice some kind of difference. Like, you know, you don't seem quite the same as you were before. Um, I mean, if, if I can tell you one story, the first time I ever came across this, I was working with a, uh, an elderly lady. Um, and she just, I, I said to her, did you, were you really sick like five years ago? She said, oh, I nearly died. Yes. And uh, I said, well, it looks like you had a walk-in. And I said, did you notice any changes? And she said, oh, you know, huge changes. At that point, I think she was about 70. She had never, um, she'd never driven a car and she'd never drunk alcohol. But, uh, and it seems utterly absurd, but suddenly she said, I'm, I'm driving, I'm drinking and driving, I'm doing 90 miles an hour in a built-up area. And it's hilarious, you know, I was trying to picture, you know, what that looked like. Um, and what seems sort of strangely almost paradoxical was that the soul that came in to, to help her through the, the illness successfully um, was then completely reckless uh, in, in other ways. Um, and it all, all of that can be explained in spiritual terms. It's like issues around self-destruction and, and so on. Um, and, you know, and we got over all of that in, you know, in, the, in the session, but it was fascinating to see. Uh, the most recent one, I just remember that the person was having a, like definite changes in, in personality. You, you, you know, people will report that they, they no longer worry about certain things or they, you know, they suddenly find they got talents they didn't really have before. Ah, it's a fascinating one. I'm not 100% certain, but sometimes, well, A, I, ha I definitely have a friend who I think is, um, and a lot of people listening are familiar with her. Her name's Claire Plantable Soul, and we're pretty sure she had a walk-in experience. Uh, she's, and then, but then sometimes I look back at mine, I'm like, it, it could just be a human evolution, but I also don't feel as connected, like I almost feel a disconnection with part of my past in this lifetime. Except yeah. for I do still have the love for my parents. 
but yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm a totally different person right. as well. So I don't know. It's so well, interesting. What can happen too as well is that, uh, you know, usually around the mid thirties, you'll find that people, the soul starts to really push through. So sometimes you'll see some big differences there. You know, somebody who's never interested in spiritual things suddenly is fascinated by it. But that's yeah. a lot to do with the, the soul saying, okay, we need to understand things more. So between 34 and 40 is often a time when uh, there's some big changes going on. The walking thing, I, I, I don't see very often. I mean, I, I, I would think I probably have seen it maybe six times in 20 years it's not not very common right it's a rarity that makes sense i do i don't think i have a walk-in but i do think my friend did yeah <laughs> wait do you have time for two more questions i would be very happy to. oh you're so thank you ainsley <laughs> oh you can probably tell i love my work you know i, I talk know. about this endlessly and i could talk to you for hours uh, about this <laughs> anyways this is from l.gilly and l Gilly writes, from one perspective, isn't everyone's soul equally multidimensional and old? Uh, no, no. My understanding is, is no. You know, what, what, what I present is just, you know, what I get from the spirit guides. And so, you know, they see it as a, as a sort of linear thing. Uh, you know, it, it, what, what I've often said is that if the soul was perfect, you know, every soul was old and um, every soul was perfectly connected uh well we wouldn't have wars we wouldn't have the world that we we live in and there'd be no point in coming here because uh, the whole reason that we come from multiple lifetimes that take us from being a young soul to an old soul so that we can learn and grow and every experience adds to right to make us who we are you know find that older souls tend to be much more um progressive politically more concerned about the environment um more spiritual rather than religious and all those sort of things. It's just largely to do with um, increased experience and less fear as you you become older. That's true. That makes a lot of sense. And also um, maybe perhaps, because like you said, you you did preface it by saying that your guides focus, like have you focus on Mm -hmm. the linear. So, and she wrote from one perspective. So perhaps because this universe is so complex, there could, we, you know, are, perhaps multidimensional yeah. as well and our soul could be a part of things that but for from your focus from your what do you call my, it my, the, the guides call it my purview yes your purview right narrow focus yeah your focus is our souls like this linear progression of this one soul that this vessel is holding or that's embodying this vessel so that would make sense um yeah from that perspective, but there could be other pathways as well. And yeah. so, cause yeah. there are people that their purview is to focus on the multidimensionality of it all too, which is interesting. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's something I can't comment on. It's just not my, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, I have, I do have my narrow purview. You're not your lane. <laughs> that's it, exactly. <laughs> you got your lane, but we need that. We I'm need, we need to know it all. I think there's value in understanding it all um, as people all have there's, their different. You know, absolutely. I think there's, you know, as they say, there's all these, these rivers that lead to the ocean and they all take you to the ocean. They just do it in different ways. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. There were all these questions on purpose, but we've talked about purpose on the other episodes. Are we a collection of old souls or just one? Um, And that was by Caro underscore XOXO. And I think that that was interesting because 
we for your perspective we are just one old soul yeah that's that's my understanding yeah just have you you have your one soul the, the only thing and that's it's a little bit mind-boggling sometimes but your soul can be in more than one place at one time that's what i think she meant by multi-dimensionality our soul being oh, that could be oh i see maybe that's uh oh if, if that's what it means absolutely yeah. you, um, i mean it's a couple of reasons for it uh one is that we've got a rapidly expanding population, you know, it's that hockey stick graph. And so to, with the need for, everybody's got to have a soul. Literally everybody has to have a soul. You can't function without one. But the problem would be with an increasing population, if it was just all very young souls coming in, all brand new souls, um, it would really sort of screw with the balance yeah. of things. We'd have very few old souls. And so, to keep that balance, old souls split off. You could be four, five, six different places. Um, it's fascinating. Uh, I've only looked into with with clients into this a couple of times, but fascinating to see where they are. They're different parts of the world, all learning the same lessons, but in different ways because they all have the same past life stuff. They all the same same things they're wanting to uh, work through. So, uh, but they're doing it in such different ways. And then it, those different so the different aspects of your soul come come back into one but carrying all the experience so there's a rapid growth as well that's the other major benefit what if that soul was to meet the other embodiment of their same soul uh, have you got an hour <laughs> i guess we can save that for later it, it does, yeah, so that's that's another one it does happen and people think oh wow. you know, it's a sort of twin soul thing how wonderful romantic and everything it's it's not i i i, I wouldn't wish it on on anyone it's like it's it doesn't seem to work out very well really but, but usually it's as a the spirit guides would call it a rescue mission it's usually if um one or both souls are stuck but by agreement this this other part of your soul will come come along and show you a better way of being or potential or something sometimes it's the rebound relationship getting you out of a, a bad situation um but and as my spirit guides say, it doesn't preclude having a long-term relationship, but in my experience, it doesn't uh, doesn't generally lead to a particularly successful one. Usually, it's just the, the agreement is let's let's uh, unstick each other um, from whatever we're in, help each other along the way, and then part company again. Wow, interesting. But it's a huge one. You know, it's a really big one. And again, I'm just seeing sort of this is just based on you know experiences. Yeah. That, that I've had, but maybe so many other aspects to it. Do people know right away? Do they just feel that this is a twin experience or? Um, no, they usually feel, uh, I, I would say not, not, they're not voicing it like that, but usually a feeling of like, a, I know there's something going on here. It seems like a, like a weird connection. Or, uh, it can be compa- really compelling. Mm. And like this feeling of, oh my God, I really want to be with this, this person. That's a lot to do with the, um, there's a sense of familiarity. I mean, you're essentially meeting yourself. It's all very weird. So interesting. <laughs> Ugh, we'll have yeah. to talk about that on the next time because you need to come back on in 2020. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for the listeners as well to experience the Soul World community. Um, did I pronounce that right, by the way? You did. Absolutely. Perfect. Amazing. And I'm going to, and they heard about it in the intro and they'll see it in the show notes, the code for their free week to hang out with you and the soul world community. 
understand more about their soul because you really go, I mean, that community really dives deep into people understanding their old soul and it's a community of old souls. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it is a huge, it's a, it's a community. It's a place where we have like a forum. You can come and talk to other souls. We have a class every month. We have a regression, we have <coughs> Q and A's. There's a lot going on. Um, very, very active. And, uh, yes, you know, I hope, I hope, uh, that if you're listening to this, you would take us up on the, the offer of a free week and just to, you know, check it out and, and see how it feels. It, uh, Thank you for offering yeah. that for the listeners. <laughs> I think that's so beautiful. Yeah. And also, just I'll mention this now, um, shameless plug, but I, I, I'll be doing an event in Los Angeles, uh, January 25th, and we do it twice, 25th and 26th. Um, if if I'm not in Hawaii, I will be in LA and I'm going to go then 1000%. <laughs> That's fabulous. Oh. Excellent. Um, and all the details are on my website, ainsleymcloud.com. That would be amazing to be in your presence in person. Cause I feel like I know you so well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. A reunion of old friends. I know exactly. A last question that I've asked you before. How would you advise your own magic listeners to create their own magic? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, well, I think, you know, I, I knew you were going to ask me something like that. So I was thinking, <laughs> well, what do I, I mean, there's so many things that I would, uh, I'd love to throw in there, but one of them is something you touched on before. And I think is, uh, it, it can be so illuminating um, when it comes to really self-awareness, self-understanding, and even making change, changes in this life is to look at the patterns that you have. You know, anything where you say like, you know, I always seem to run into this, or this always seems to happen to me. And where, you know, it could be patterns, good good or bad or <laughs> mediocre, but just see what those sort of things are. You know, you, you, they tell you so much about your past lives, but they also tell you loads about what it is you're working on. So look at the patterns in your life and see what they mean. You know, where, where do you think they come from? You know, uh, why does it always seem to happen and how do you change it? And these can be things like, uh, you know, I work with so many people who will say, I always seem to run into narcissists or I always seem to have partners who are alcoholic or I always seem to get bosses who are angry or I always seem to run into jealousy. And those sort of things are, they're, you're drawing in experiences. You don't have to keep doing it if you become aware that these are patterns. And one of the things that I'll leave you with, I think I said this before on the show, is that as one of my favorite quotes from the Spirit Guides is that the experience is not the lesson. The lesson is what you draw from the experience and the lesson is always positive or there's always a positive lesson if you look for it. Oh, and you can find that positive light in everything, all a matter of a perspective. Everything. And it is true for you. Oh, that self-awareness thing is so shifting when you recognize like, oh, this is a pattern I keep drawing in and that just changes at the trajectory of everything in your life, especially when you see a positive light in it. Totally. So that was great. Thank you, Ainsley. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Raquel. <laughs> I'm so grateful for you and Christine. Um, absolutely. Um, and, and hopefully you'll, you'll get to meet both of us in, in LA if you're not in Hawaii. I know. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Ainsley, thank you so much again. Well, thank you so much. It's, it's been really an honor to, to be on the show. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to have you on the show for the third time. I feel so honored and I'm happy to talk to you again around the holidays like last year. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, happy holidays to you and to everyone who's listening. Yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Dear Yomis, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear and taking time, valuable time for your soul to listen to this episode. Today, I am honored to provide this for you, and I hope something in this spoke to you and shifted you in some way. I would love to personally connect with your soul on, well, of course, IRL, but also on the Instagrams or the Facebooks. My Instagram, which I am finally active on, is at Raquel Mantra, that is spelled R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E Mantra. I'll put that in the show notes. And make sure to not only see and respond to all the comments, but also send love back to you because why not? And then for you to also connect with me and this powerful tribe of like-minded individuals, high-vibing individuals to, to raise your vibrations, feel free to join us in the Your Own Magic secret Facebook group. That will also be left in the show notes. And feel free to browse yourownmagic.life. I have some free guided meditations on there and more information about upcoming retreats and events. And of course, my offering, my service is the Soul Tribe exclusive site, which is $44.44 USD. This is for life for you to receive many meditations. And the most recent one was to help you reprogram your subconscious mind to see your highest potential in a hypnotic state for example like reprogramming your subconscious mind to see your highest potential while you're in a hypnotic state along with others like activating your third eye or short simple ones to ease you into your morning or alleviate anxiety and a lot of deep imaginings which i love to do personally is to just visualize and expand my imagination so i can be more creative in my day in addition to that other soul expanding journalings to ask yourself every morning and magic challenges and other spiritual rituals yada yada (laughs) anyway i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and have a magical day